1: on the Mutual Audio Network.
2: The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences.
3: Howdy, welcome to Project Audio. I'm Larry Groby from the Generic Radio Workshop, and our show this time recreates that most famous series in all of vintage radio, The Lone Ranger. My gosh, even today, 90 years after it got started as a radio show in Detroit, everyone still knows The Lone Ranger. (laughs) So is there anything really left to say? I mean, there's the music.
2: Fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, a hearty shout of hi-yo Silver, the Lone Ranger.
3: Here he comes riding to new thrills and glory with this wonder horse called Silver. Wait, stop. Those, those aren't the right words. That, that's not how the show sounded. Well, actually, yes. In fact, in 1934, that is the date of the script we'll be recreating, that's exactly how the show started. And that's just one difference. In fact, this vintage episode has to come with some (laughs) trigger warnings, if you will. I'm not speaking of the trigger-happy masked man, uh, and there's no horse called Trigger. Uh, That was Roy Rogers. The Lone Ranger rode silver, of course. But in 1934, Tonto didn't have a horse named Scout. He's got some small, unnamed Mustang pony, and Tonto's described as a little half-breed Indian. Hmm. Still sounds like Tonto, which means we also have the old stereotype Native American speech patterns. Ugh! Uh, but if Tonto's a stereotype, well, that's nothing compared to one of the show's villains, a Mexican. Uh, no, a greasy half-breed Mexican with an outrageously broad accent at that. If you wrote that script today, well, you certainly wouldn't write it that way. But in 1934, this was the kind of blood-and-thunder western adventure that made the show an immense hit. How much of a hit? Well, it started on a single radio station in Detroit, WXYZ. And eventually, the Mutual Broadcast Radio Network was created, at least kind of, just to carry the show to more stations. And to this day, far more people can think of that theme song as the Lone Ranger's music than can identify it as the March of the Swiss Soldiers from Rossini's William Tell Overture. There are a few more differences between the Masked Man of October 12, 1934 and the one that lives in our collective imagination. Our script, which is only episode 266 out of about uh, 3,000, is actually the middle episode of a three part storyline. Now, this is something that writer Franz Stryker sometimes did. It's kind of like Star Wars and the Empire Strikes Back, you know, the middle, but also a complete drama in its own right. So just listen closely, you'll get it. The Lone Ranger radio show was not regularly recorded until 1938. So all we have from these early years are the original scripts, and until archivist Martin Grams, thank you very much, shared this one with Project Audion, and now you, no one had heard this in almost 90 years. Now, we'll be making our performance accurate to the way the show would have sounded in 1934. That means the fidelity is a little lower, the sound effects are more primitive, and I've even gone back and dug up the same music recordings they actually used back then. So this will be the Lone Ranger as it sounded in its earliest days. And one more bit of authenticity. Among our transcontinental Zoom cast is one fella who might actually have heard the show back in 1934. Although he would have been four years old at the time. (laughs) However, Chuck Doherty also actually performed on The Lone Ranger Show from WXYZ Studios in the early 1950s. He's one of the last actors still around who did. And we're thrilled he's with us today. And so, return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. Oh, wait. (laughs) That's another line they hadn't actually written in 1934. Anyway, I'm not talking about the Wild West, but the early years of that greatest Western hero, the Lone Ranger.
2: A fiery horse with the speed of light, a cloud of dust, a hearty shout of hi-yo silver, the Lone Ranger. Here he comes riding to new thrills and glory with this wonder horse called Silver.
4: Come along there, Silver. Stretch out those legs. There are outlaws of the worst kind that we must run to earth.
1: I-o, Silver, hurry!
2: The Jewel Players, directed by James Jewel, brings us another thrilling drama of the famous Lone Ranger and his wonder horse called Silver a story of the early West when life was cheap and only the fittest survived to make the history of the Golden States. The Lone Ranger was by far the most colorful and mysterious character ever to ride the plains and prairies, and yet he was the most mysterious. None ever saw his unmasked face or knew his name. Not a soul in all the vast territory knew where he came from or where he went. He seemed to only ride for justice and to mete out punishment to lawless and aid and courage to the law-abiding citizenry.
5: Silvercup! The world's finest bread is on the air, bringing you the Lone Ranger in another thrilling adventure story, telling of the builders of the Great West. But now, just a moment, please, before you hear the Lone Ranger narrative, the Great Silver Cup bakeries use all the pure, sweet, fresh liquid milk that 750 of America's good farmers can supply. Now this certainly is boosting President Roosevelt's helping the farmer, isn't it? And now you can help this worthy cause too. You can do your share by buying Silver Cup, the world's finest bread. Remember, in each loaf of Silver Cup, you get a full pint of that delicious,
2: health-giving milk. And now for the story. Mm -hmm. Tracks were being laid across the vast state of Texas to bring a railroad from the east towards Santa Fe. A large band of riders, all of them desperate and rough to look at, are riding down on the section of country that has been spanned by tracks. Far ahead of the riders, there's a large number of workmen laboring in the broiling sun to stretch the tracks across the endless miles. Two men are in the lead of the band of riders. The one that is obviously a half-breed, partly Spanish, speaks.
6: Senor Steve, I have this scheme for which we will all become rich. Magdalena, being rich is just what I aim to
7: do. We got to get a side of heavy money pronto or our band will be plum
6: busted up. (laughs) ha, ha. You're right, me, amigo, but it is not only to get rich that I wish. It is also to get the revenge. Revenge, eh? See, that hombre what you have sent to me with stories of the way I double cross you. Uh, I found out they weren't true, Magdalena. See, Senor Greencliff, but it is the fault of that hombre with the name Wiggs or that one with the white horse and mask that you find out I am placed square with you. No, it is not. It, it's just plain luck that your gang
7: and mine didn't drill one other full holes. See? That's the main thing now, though, we have combined our two outfits and added men to the, full, to the band is to
6: get some cash and a lot of it. My plan will do just that. Also, we get the revenge on Senor Jeremy Wiggs. Oh, he's got a
7: downright slick-looking data, I'd powerful well like to marry. Perhaps that, too, we will accomplish. Look far ahead, you see? I
6: see the whole flock of workmen laying out the tracks. What of it? Those men, they work for the pay. That is the case, no? It yeah, sure is. The pay, it has come to them from the east by the stagecoach.
7: and don't get the idea we can rob the stage because we can't. It don't come by stage anyhow.
6: It comes by the train that runs right here on these here tracks. That is no matter how she come, we will first capture and make the prisoner all of those hombres that work. And when the pay come, we take it. For the so long time, none will know that our men that work on the tracks are not the workers. For many weeks, we will draw the pay. And boys ain't gonna work on no railroad tracks. I <laughs> know. Dios, amigo. You are so hard to understand what I say. We only draw the pay. Then after several weeks... Ha! <laughs> what then? Then we tell the one that brings the money when he shall come to return that he shall say there will be no more work done that the men are hidden and will not be found until he have make the hombres that make the railroad send out mucho cash pronto. Huh. Say, do you mean to kidnap the whole army of track makers? Yes, senor. That is a good scheme, no? By gum, that's a corker if we can do it. We will do it, and later you will see how it will harm this man named Wiggs and his daughter and his wife, and you will see many things of the cleverness of Magdalena. Now, amigos, pronto! Vámonos!
5: Andale! Get Get up
2: The thundering hoofs of the outlaw's horses stirred a cloud of dust that thoroughly concealed a little half-breed Indian that had been riding with the men, unnoticed by them. Those that rode near Tonto assumed that he was one of the new members of the outlaw band. With a forward burst of speed, Tonto let his horse fall behind them and then cut north as fast as the Mustang he rode would carry him to the Lone Ranger camp. Here he has just finished telling an excited story to the tall man whose face is concealed by a mask.
1: And feller go for it, and charge on men, work on the tracks.
4: Tonto, are you sure those two men were Steve Greencliff and the half-breed Magdalena?
1: Ah, oh, Tonto, hear
4: talk. Combine their forces.
1: Ah, oh, they sit quiet plenty long time, make up new band, get plenty new hand, plenty more outlaw.
4: And it was my fault that they came together. Tato, we're the ones that sent Greencliff to attack Magdalena. Ah. We're the ones that started that huge army of renegades. We're the ones that are to blame.
1: Maybe so. Not your fault. You do what you think right thing.
4: We must be the ones to break up that outfit.
1: Outfit plenty strong. There are 50 men there.
4: Silver, here! Silver! oh uh, what you do? Turn that Mustang into grazing. Tonto, you and I must ride Silver to make time. Where go? Right now, Tonto. I'm just not certain.
1: Mm. Tonto up? Up with you old Tonto. Uh. Yep, yep. <laughs> I Silver away. Mm.
2: For once, the careful plans of the Lone Rangers seem to have gone astray, with the result that they have been sprung into being a powerful and ruthless band of criminals who will stop at nothing to attain their ends. We've heard Jeremy Wigg's name mentioned. Let us look into his happy home. His daughter Gwendolyn stands before her mother, saying,
8: Hurry, Mother. Hook my dress in back. Tad will be here most any minute now. My soul, I'll hurry then. Oh, it'd be terrible if that fine young man had to come here and catch you having your dress hooked up in the back. Now, stand still now.
5: <laughs> you know, you're not, that Ted Brewster must be a powerful, smart one, to, you know, to be in charge of the building of the railroad.
8: He is smart, Pa. Awful smart. Why, he's been to college and everything. Stand still, Gwendolyn. I am. He said that the tracks would be 15 miles past our place here inside the next two weeks.
5: Cracky! That that sure is fast. Uh, Just think, Ma, that train comes right past our place even now. You know, I'm powerful glad that we didn't uh, go back east when we got our money from that last place we had. Uh, they's a powerful more money just staying right here raising cattle. Uh, now that we got that start,
8: wouldn't have had no start if the railroad hadn't bought your land in the valley, though. Uh, uh, there you are, Gwendolyn. Thanks, Ma. Pa, what, what would you say if, well, if Tad was to want to talk to you private tonight?
5: Huh? Talk, talk, talk to me? <laughs> What about the railroad? No. Uh,
8: well, what about that? <laughs> about about me. You? Gwendolyn, has he asked you to marry him? <laughs> he asked me if he could speak to Pa. Uh,
5: gosh, gee, gee whiskers Gwendolyn. You mean that that him with his, his college degree and, and, and working in charge of the railroad? He, he wants to marry you?
8: And why not? Why well, ain't Gwendolyn as good as he is? What's the matter with you, Jeremy?
5: Me? He I mean, doesn't. I mean, it it's it it just seems so so, so sudden like.
8: Well then you will speak to him?
5: <laughs> I
8: sure will that. Well, he ought to be here by now. I'm gonna take a look and see if he's anywhere in sight yet. <laughs> see anything, Gwendolyn? Not of him. I can see down the tracks and I can see away off the fires of the railroad camp and I well I hope I hope nothing's happened to him. I, I... Rob the gal. Oh,
3: oh! oh, oh man. Paul, look. That's it away with her now. Pronto, come on. Hey, hey, say hey, you stop that. Come Kill on. the old beggar.
5: Ah. Paul, ah. Paul ah. me.
2: In the railroad camp, the scene was not as Gwendolyn had supposed. Tad Brewster, the young foreman in charge, was well tied and bound, as was every other member of the working crew. Magdalena and Steve Greencliff seemed to be waiting for someone to report to them as they sit and talk to pass the time. The ugly breed says,
6: <laughs> You see, amigo, I have changed the plans all the time as I see chance for improvement. It hey, don't get in too deep, that's all, Magdalena. Dirty rats,
0: what are you going to do with us?
6: <laughs> for a time, we will take the pay as it comes. And in the meantime, you will lead your men to help make us more rich. <laughs> it was a happy thing when you mentioned your love for the senorita named Wiggs. If you touch her, i <clears throat> You won't do nothing, Brewster. Nothing. I think even now we hear the hombres come with that girl to us, Senor Steve. I guess them Zyre boys all right enough.
8: Dad, Dad, what does this
2: mean? We bring her, boss.
6: Muy bueno. You have done well.
2: Had to drill her old man, too. Did you kill him? Didn't wait to find out.
0: See her, Magdalena, or whatever your name is. You can do what you want to us, but
6: you got to let the girl go. I am not in the habit of hearing such orders, senor. I'd do what I wish.
8: Dad, Dad was shot, and you... What have they done? <gasps> it's Steve Greenfields.
7: It's me, right enough. And I ain't forgot that I got a score to settle with your old man. I hear that he done right well with raising cattle.
8: You, you dirty coyote! You're just in the right company now, associating with rotten, greasy breeds like Magdalena. <laughs>
7: you gonna get it off on your chest, Gwendolyn? I likes a gal with a lot of spunk. <laughs> Being as me and you will be soon married, I don't reckon there'll be much harm in me taking your old man's cattle.
8: You have killed him! You killed my father!
7: <laughs> ah, it serves him
6: right. If it weren't for me, he'd never got to start raising cattle. You need not struggle, senor. The ropes, there are well tied. Gwen, these, these rats have overpowered
0: every man on the working crew. There's over 50 in this outlaw gang. Shut up!
7: Oof. I'll do the talking. I'm going to be downright decent with you, Brewster. I ain't going to kill you, old gal. All I'm going to do is to send you with a sizable bodyguard with a Wiggs place. If old Wiggs is still alive, you can talk to him. If he ain't, you talk to the missus. What for? I reckon they'll believe you. You tell them just how things stand here and tell them they want their daughter to stay alive. They're to sign over the Triangle K Ranch to you. And you're going to sign it over to me. And we won't have to bother with no brand changing. Ain't that
6: the ticket part? <laughs> bueno, amigo. that is it.
8: Don't do it, Tad, don't do it. Yes, Tad, do it. Caramba, I don't have a horse. Get your guns.
7: Hoyo,
1: slow, hoa!
2: Consternation came into the camp like a bombshell, when out of the darkness came the voice of the unseen witness to all that had been said. Guns blazed at the flashing white shadow that spread along the moonlit rails of the tracks towards the Whig's pace. A light of hope came into the face of Gwendolyn, and an expression of wonder into the faces of the prisoners, while black hatred darted from the eyes of Steve and the man named Magdalena. Outside the house of the wounded man, the voice came again from behind the mask of the mystery rider.
4: Whoa! Whoa, Silver! Whoa! Wait right there, Silver, and be sure to give the alarm when someone comes. I'm going inside to join Tonto.
8: <laughs> oh, mister! <coughs> mister! Did you find Gwendolyn? Did you?
4: Uh, you're not to worry, just yet, Mrs. Wiggs. Where's your husband?
8: He, he's still in the bedroom with, with the engine.
4: I will go in. Ah, Hmm. Uh,
1: him, him better now. Not, not hurt
5: bad. I ain't hurt so bad. I can't handle a gun again. Them there, them snakes.
4: Ah, uh, ste- steady, Wiggs.
5: Huh? So oh, 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 uh, Stranger, this is the third time you've been here. What's this all about? Uh,
4: your life seems closely tied to those of those outlaws. Mm.
1: Him get them hit in shoulder. Bullet, him go clean through. I'm as good as new after being patched up by this Indian fella.
5: Uh, Wigs, you are dead. I look what I am. (laughs) You just let me find them coyotes and I'll show you.
4: I repeat, you are dead. I'll tell you why. And your wife can hear at the same time.
8: You calling Mom?
4: Uh, Come in here, please, Mrs. Wiggs. I want to tell you what just you must do.
2: A plan of the Lone Ranger is in the making. With such superior forces as the outlaws have, what can he hope to accomplish single-handed? Let us skip two hours of time. Steve and Magdalena, with Tad between them, are riding toward the Triangle K ranch house. Steve says...
7: I figured we might as well get the sign of the papers done
6: right away, Magdalena. Sure. Well, they are so worried about that senorita. Hey? <laughs> eh? Men will get yours for this.
7: <laughs> you better not talk too much, Brewster. When we get them papers signed giving you the ranch, that ranch comes tied to us, means you've already signed the second paper. And uh, not having no more need of you, well, we might just sort
6: of kill you. There's the house. We will be holding the guns on you all the time you're in there, senor Brewster. So you will be most careful what you say. Whoa! Oh, oh, oh.
1: oh. yeah.
7: The old woman is sitting in the winter there alone. Wonder how bad the man was shot. I hope he was killed. You going now, Brewster. Here it is, the paper. And just remember, if you don't get it signed, your gal is due to die slow and painful like. You... In with you!
2: Tad, knowing the merciless brutality of the outlaws, knew that a bullet would take his life, and perhaps that of the girl he loved if he refused the outlaws' demands, went into the house and for some time talked to Mrs. Wiggs. Outside, their eyes glued to the window and their guns steadily aimed. Magdalena and Steve waited and watched. Steve says, Yeah, she's signing the paper now. (laughs) This is pretty easy,
7: eh, amigo? Uh, So far, it sure is. I just hope that that there fella we heard shouting back near our camp don't mix in none. Uh, if he does, we kill him also. Oh, I'd like to drill him. He's made me plenty of trouble. Uh, here comes Brewster.
8: Hey, you'll see Gwendolyn gets back here as soon as you can. Please, do what was Wiggs shot up. I, I ain't nothing to live for but Gwendolyn.
0: Uh, I will, Mrs. Wiggs.
7: I reckon the old man was killed. <laughs>
0: Good enough. Wait right on or paper, you snakes. Now, will you let the girl go? We see about it, ha, ha, ha. Listen, she says if you want that cattle now, it, that it's yours, you you gotta take it right away, tonight. Eh, now why tonight? Because Wiggs as good as promised it to a big rancher to the north,
6: and he'll be riding down here in the morning with his cow hands. And why is she so anxious for him not to have it? She's very eager that we should have it, eh? Of course
0: she is. I told her that it was the only way to, that her daughter's life could be safe. I told her all about you and your dirty schemes. Yeah, that's just as well.
7: I'm glad she knows that Steve Greencliff ain't to be trifled with. You'll
0: have to round the herd up tonight and get it away, because if you don't, the lazy K folks will be here tomorrow, and you'll have trouble. Why are you so anxious we do not have trouble? There's only one thing I'm anxious about, and that's my girl. Come on,
7: Magdalena. We'll go get her, boys and drive that cattle to the south. Get up!
8: Get up! Oh, you... you're still here. Ah,
4: uh, yes, Mrs. Wiggs. I stayed to see just what you would do. You did exactly right. Tonto! Uh,
1: me come.
5: Hey, I'm in on it, too, whatever game's going to be played.
4: Ah, you stay right here, Wiggs, and wait.
5: (laughs) But, but, but see here...
1: Uh,
4: You do what's told. Better that way.
8: Why'd you have me sign that paper, Mr. Masked Man?
4: If your husband had signed it, it would have been legal. All of your property would have gone to Brewster. And the outlaws have already made it made him sign it over to them. With your signing the paper, the sale agreement doesn't mean a thing because Wiggs is alive. Eh, uh, we got to get Gwendolyn. We we gotta
5: get they them rotten coyotes will never let her go. Not, not even with the paper being signed.
4: You stay here, Wiggs, and you will hear from us later. Come, Tonto. Ah,
1: uh, Tonto ready.
4: Uh, the back way. That's where Silver is. You just let me get one
5: shot at that steam, Greenleaf. That's all I want.
8: Oh, Jeremy. Jeremy, will we ever see Gwendolyn again? Oh, Silver. Oh, <laughs>
2: In the outlaw camp, there's a great deal of activity. Horses are being saddled, men are loading guns, and Steve and the half-breed leader are shouting commands. Gwendolyn turns to Tad, who has again been roped to a tree beside the girl he loves.
8: Tad, what, what are they going to do now? Uh, What's their scheme?
0: Starting out to round up the triangle K cattle.
8: Pause?
1: Yes, I
0: I did what they told me to, because that masked man you spoke of said I should, and you said I should. Yes. Your, your mother said that I should tell them they'd have to take the cattle tonight.
8: Where was father? I I didn't see him. It, is he dead? Did that shot kill him?
0: No, honey, let's not think of that just now. We won't think anything uh, for a little while.
2: Oh
7: Now well, then, you two, don't try to get away because it won't do you no good. I'm leaving half my boys here to guard you and your railroad workers, you see? Well, we maybe I'll be gone till after daybreak, and when we comes back, there won't be no more Triangle K cows in sight. Then we'll see about what we do with you. All set, pard! Right here, we go! Come on in. Get shoving, boys. Get up.
8: Tad, poor father, has, has just had one run of hard luck after another. Oh, oh Tad, Tad, this will be the end. Even if the bullet didn't kill him, losing his cattle will.
1: Um, be tanto. You keep on plenty quiet.
8: Oh.
1: Ooh,
8: uh, hush.
1: We cut them ropes. Keep plenty quiet so guards no see.
8: Tad, we're going to, to be freed.
1: You no make a move. Sit plenty quiet. We cut them prisoners' ropes all. You wait them. Signal to move. Right, I, I will. What will the signal be? Uh, you wait. Sit plenty still. <laughs>
2: Moving stealthily, Little Tunnel made no more than a sound of a cat as he slipped from one prisoner to the other, keeping out of sight of the sleepy guards left behind by Magdalena and Steve as they went around to round up the cattle. For some time, Tad and Gwendolyn sat not daring to move lest they betray the fact that their hands were no longer tied. Just as daylight began to make visibility possible, a great white horse thundered into camp. And in each hand of the mass rider, heavy guns blazed forth with crashes that brought each outlaw guard to his feet. Hey. Hey. Come on there, hey. still hey.
4: oh. oh, boy. All of you, I bring you work of Magdalena and Greencliff. Come close to me. All of you guards, come over here.
2: What do you want? Who be you? Well, what about my doing? Drill them and have them done with them.
4: Every one of you men is a prisoner. Tad, bring up your
2: men. Come on, boys. Grab them rats. Uh, Uh, can't do that. Taken completely by surprise, while their attention was focused on the masked rider, the outlaws left to do guard duty were quickly overpowered by the railroad workers. When the short, bitter fight was over and the outlaws well in hand, the masked man spoke again.
4: Toto, you take the girl to her mother and father.
8: My father, is he all right? Is he alive?
4: He is all right and anxious to see you. Ted... Uh, direct your men to take the clothes and the horses of the outlaws. Put on the clothes and saddle the horses.
0: Hear that, boys? This fellow's giving the orders now.
4: That working car on the tracks will be a good place to leave the outlaws. Tie them inside it.
2: while the eager young railroad workers whose muscles were great by constant hard work and clean living carried out the strange orders of the lone ranger magdalena and steve have rounded up all of the triangle k herd or as much of it as they could handle easily and are returning to camp to meet their renegade comrades the bobbing longhorns are ahead of the riders while the breed and steve follow behind their men magdalena notices a strange movement among the herd ahead
6: daddy straddles ahead señor See, the cattle divide. Oh, it's just, just that car on the tracks. That's the working
7: car, that's where the grub and things is fixed for the, the men.
6: How is it? It is down this far in the tracks. We did not leave it here last night. I don't know, I... Dios, look! Those hombres that we have leave to guard, they ride this
7: way. Our boys then. I wonder what's happened in the camp. Caramba,
6: they're not ours. Oh! Close in, boys! Cut them
0: down! Kill the critters! Get out of here! <laughs>
2: <laughs> Once again the railroad men with shouts of figure drove into the ranks of the outlaw room, and again they were able to be approached close to their enemies before being noticed. The change of clothes deceived the outlaws until the attack became a hand-to-hand affair of short duration. When it was over, Tad rushed to the home of Wiggs. Gwendolyn! Uh,
8: Gwennie! Gwenny! Oh, Tad, look at you. My fool, your face is cut. <laughs> oh,
0: well, that's nothing. We cleaned out the whole gang of crooks. <laughs> Get back Oh, you bet. <laughs> and <Greenpuff. laughs> I broke his nose and three teeth myself. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, and your cattle can be rounded up in no time by your men. Uh. I want
5: to see them for myself, that crooks, that, and laugh right at him. And, and, well, where be they now? And, when is, is, is the government going to come and get them? Oh, we'll take them.
0: They're all tied in the working car, and they'll stay there till tomorrow. And then when the pay train, payroll train room comes in, we'll ship them to some jails where they won't break loose again in a long, long time.
8: I'm putting breakfast right on the table, Ted? And you'll eat here with
0: us. Oh, that'll be fine, Mrs. Wiggs. But while, while we're waiting, I, uh, well... Uh, that is, uh, uh, Mr. Wiggs?
5: <laughs> uh, <laughs> never mind, never mind, Tad. My answer is... Sure
8: thing. Oh, Tad.
5: Oh, when Well, dog my cats. That sort of thing's just done out all right after all, you know. Say, I wonder what happened to that masked man and his Indian pal. I, I, I wanted to thank him. Did anybody see where they go? Oh, silver! Sure. Oh.
2: These dramas of the early West are presented by the Jewel Players, directed by James Jewel, and are brought to you three times each week over the Michigan Radio Network by the makers of Silver Cup Bread.
3: been listening to Project Audion's recreation of The Lone Ranger, episode number 266, from way back in October 12, 1934. Heard in this show were Dennis Thompson as The Lone Ranger, Ken Rainey as Tonto, Greg Vestal as The Announcer, Norman Klein as Steve Greencliff, and Pete Lutz as Magdalena. Scott McKinley played Ted Brewster. Angela Young was Gwendolyn Wiggs, Sharon Grunwald was Mother Wiggs, and Chuck Doherty was Father Jeremy Wiggs. And I'm Larry Groby, who produced and directed this episode. We hope you enjoy our Radio Recreation podcasts. Do subscribe so you never miss a monthly episode. And visit the Project Audion website, where you can sign up for news about upcoming shows, or just let us know how we're doing. On behalf of the entire talented Project Audion gang, thanks for listening. Still listening? Ah, Here's a bonus, then. Chuck Doherty shared with all our cast a story from the days of the Lone Ranger, and a line in the script which looked fine on paper, but in real life, well...
5: The Lone Ranger told Tonto, "'Here, Tonto, you take Jack back to his mother.' and i'll go on after the bad guys and we'll meet up over here wherever here was and i I don't remember all that but but at any rate so tonto the the show follows tonto as he took the kid back to his mother and he got to the kid's house and his mother came out and said oh tonto i'm so glad you found him here, Tonto, you hold the reins and I'll help jack off the horse. Oh! <laughs> there was, there was, there was, there was a, a, a slight pause, but not really. And, no, and a, maybe a snicker <laughs> off, way off mic. But, but...
2: Now you seem to me to be a connoisseur of the best of radio drama.